about committing to yourself. That was a great, I absolutely love when I read that topic, I was like, oh my goodness, like, what am I doing or what am I not doing for me? Um, and we've definitely talked about um, self-care and self-love and um, I thought about that. So, um, you know, committing to yourself definitely made me think about, you know, evaluating my daily practices and um, also how I am relating to myself and allowing others to, you know, utilize my energy. So what does that, that mean to you guys when you think about commitment or committing to yourself? I don't do it enough. I need to do it. Um, my sissy get on me all the time. I'm always serving others until I'm depleted. Um, I, 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 it's just my nature because I feel like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I can come last because God is going to boost me anyway. Um, but what is what is that saying? You can't pour from an empty or half full cup or whatever. That, that's me because um, I never say no. Um, don't know how to say no. And it's, it's, it's not, I'm not going to say it's draining, but I feel like it's just my, if somebody needs me, I am going to be there because that's just my job as a humanitarian, as a human. So I I just, I will let myself go. I I just don't believe in committing to myself. Absolutely. That's deep too. Like, you know, you're always pouring into somebody else. Like you're committed to different causes. What are you doing for yourself? And how often are you pouring that same energy into yourself that you're pouring to other people? And when you, you know, have a lot of empathy and you have a heart of gold, it's just like, you know, you don't even know that you're overextending yourself or you're overwhelming so your body or your mind just kind of like shut down and like you're done. Right. All right. Anybody else? Committing to... I feel like this year um, taught me to commit more to myself. I feel like I didn't do it enough before. Um... I feel like the the beginning of this year when I was going through real estate school, uh, I was so stressed. I was so freaking stressed. And it made me realize how much I was doing for others and not myself. Mm-hmm. So during that time frame, um, I kind of, I fell back from a lot of people, including family and some friends. And I just stepped back. And it just, it made me realize, okay, you're doing too much over here. You're doing too much over there. Let them have that situation. You don't need to be in it. You know what I mean? So I feel like 2020 taught me that. And ever since that and started more than therapy, I've noticed that my depression and anxiety has gotten so much better. So it's definitely helped me more to myself and staying away from other things that I didn't need to be in or letting people pull me into things, shall I say, that I should not have been in or part of. That's awesome. 
Absolutely. Um, anyone else want to just touch on, you know, what does it mean? What do you think about regarding committing to yourself? Well, when I think of committing to myself, I think of just thinking of me. And I've I started to get better when, you know, when we started this. And, you know, I think the holidays and, you know, different little things have set me back a little bit. But the difference from a year ago to now is that I understand that. And I can see that, oh, there's been a change. So now what are you going to do to help make it better? Right. So, um, there were a few things too that we had looked up um, earlier, and we just kind of wanted to talk about very specific things to not only get you to think about, you know, what it means to commit to yourself, but just some things that um, you can consider moving forward to motivate yourself, you know, to continue to move forward doing um, all that you can to take care of yourself so that you will be able to take care of others. Mm -hmm. So um, there are uh, a few things on here, three simple truths that I would like to share. Um, So one is if you don't go after what you want, you will never have it. Mm. I'm going to read that one more time. If you don't go after what you want, you will never have it. I know that hit for somebody because I'm going to raise my hand. And it's true. Um, If you sometimes, too, um, people will say, well, I'm scared or I don't have all that I need. And, um, you know, it's it's maybe it's just not the right time. So you kind of give up and give in prematurely. So I oftentimes think, you know, why was this even brought to the forefront for me? There's a reason and a purpose behind it. So, and spiritually, I coupled that with, if God brought it before me, he's going to, he's already gone before me, you know, to make the path straight, to open doors, you know, he will give me everything that I need in order to prosper. Um, so... What are your thoughts about that? If you don't go after what you want, you will never have it. I feel like that's a very true statement. Um, I don't know. I kind of I live my life that way. Like, if I want it, I'm going to get it. I'm going after. Absolutely. And I'm never. I'm, I feel like I'm never going to be content. I'm always going to want more, and I'm and I'm going to always continue to go after. And I feel like I've been doing that since I was young, and I'm going to continue to do it. All right, all right. I mean, and it almost feels like it's a. Um, it feels good. Like once you accomplish one thing, it gives you the energy and motivation, and like, okay, I did that. Now, absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
So it's just a it's just a matter of you deciding mentally that is what I want, and you know, taking the necessary steps to get there. So, right. Um, the next simple truth is: if you don't ask, you will not receive what you need. You have not because you ask not. Because you, you ask not, mm-hmm. okay? Um, well, go ahead, Shamika. No, I was just saying you have not because you ask not. That's one of my favorite my favorite. Quotes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what are y'all thinking about that? Like, if you truly don't ask for it, you won't receive it. And that's true. I know I'm, I, it's very difficult for me sometimes to ask when I need help or I need extra support. And it's almost like you don't want to be a burden on people. Like you don't want, you know, people to kind of like judge you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Oh no, I was, I was just thinking, um, nobody can read your mind. Like, you know, if you got stuff going on and your mind is bogged down, I can't look at you. You can tell by, you know, a difference in facial expressions. But if you're not wholly saying, okay, this is X, I'm going through X, Y, and Z, nobody is able to to understand that or know that. So, you know, that also plays a part with communication. Um, You know, being able to communicate your thoughts and feelings and emotions in a healthy manner um, so that you can be in a better space. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's another one. Oh, well, last one. If you don't step forward, you will remain in the same place. Ooh. That, that is, that, that's, and I, what the first thing that I just kind of thought about is, I don't know, I guess because I, this is things that I pondered earlier too, but, um, you know, I, I will preface this with saying I'm not the most religious person, but I'm very spiritually, spiritually grounded. Um, and so I take refuge in knowing that, you know, I can't pray about things and then not do uh, my part, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's just no way that I'm going to expect, you know, God to show up and do things in my life if I can't even put forth the effort to show him I appreciate it and that I can utilize what he's already given me to get to where I need to be. So... Um, you know, a lot of word, honey. That's a word. (laughs) (laughs) You know, kids. Listen, I'm I'm telling y'all, I am, and this is it was great. Like it hit me to my core when I read it. You know, committing to myself, it almost like hurt me because I'm like, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm just not doing that. It and then it takes a lot to do self reflection and say. You're neglecting yourself, mm-hmm. you know, for what? You know, not saying that people that we love aren't important, but, you know, we should be met with the same energy and the same support that we give other people. Mm-hmm. Like, it should definitely be. Now, within their, within their giving and parameters and framework for what they can do and what they can work with, right? Mm-hmm. So, same thing with us. You can only work with and do with what you are capable of doing. So, um, and if I'm going too fast, y'all let me know. No, you good. 
Okay. All right. So, um, I, I thought this was very important too. And it talks about how we will self-sabotage um, as well. And just, you know, just kind of helps us to wiggle out of situations and not confront things and, you know, that we really need to, you know, deal with. Um, so we're, there are a few concepts that I will read and y'all can tell me what sticks out to you. And especially when it comes to relationships, right? Because um, when you think about commitment too, you think about relationships and, and what who you're committing to and why. So um, the first one is we are um, expecting pain. So, you know, you don't may not be committed to yourself because, you know, you have work to do. You don't want to do the work. Okay. Um, you, you may be afraid that you're not capable, you know, of, of moving to the next level. Um, so you don't commit to that part of you that you know you need to do the work. You know, that your area of growth, your area of quote-unquote weakness. Sometimes some people feel like they're not even worthy of the commitment. And, you know, that's that could be stemming back to a lot of, you know, trauma. Like, you know, why should I, you know, love myself? I'm not lovable. This person didn't love me. You know, they didn't care. Um, also just not wanting to, um, face, just like before facing fears and wanting to build like a, a false sense of control. That is one thing that I know I do. <laughs> like I try to, you know, that saying, they say, thank you till you make it mm-hmm. type thing. Right. So you present this wall, you know, of strength and, you know, um, that, that you're conquering things. But in all actuality, when you get to yourself and by yourself in your thoughts, that that's all false. It's superficial. Mm-hmm. It's not real. So um, you, you're putting up a front. And at the end of the day, it does not help anyone, and especially not yourself, because you're truly not living authentically. Mm-hmm. So your experiences may not truly be authentic and transparent enough for you to you know glean in on the things that you need in order to grow and progress to the next level any thoughts about those things yeah I have a thought um you know and like you said I'm definitely emotional right now but like you said earlier thinking about you know committing to myself <laughs> right now you know it's, I was just thinking about how there are seasons in your life where it's almost impossible, you know, it's virtually impossible. Yes. Um, I mean, I say that, like right now, I just got home and, you know, this is a very, very demanding season right now. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I, I saw the topic and I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not going to have anything to contribute to this because there is no me right now. There is no me, there's, you know, even up until the moment that I got home, it was about helping my daughter with college stuff. It's been yes, about, yes. you know, my caseload at work. It's been about virtual school with my other daughter. It's been about trying to take care of the home. It's
it's like yes. there is nothing I mean I, yes I'm in a class and that's the one thing that I kind of like what Tiara was saying it was a goal that I had said a long time ago right, and I right. finally decided okay let's just do this but it's like you know when you try to do things for yourself and, and, and it almost gets to a point where you know it's completely overwhelming because of all the other responsibilities like it's like there's no way I think right now you know it's not that I don't believe I believe in giving myself time I believe in taking time for myself and there were time I think it's that in light of the pandemic some of the ways or some of the devices that I guess you would say that we would use you know spending time with people or you know getting away a lot of that is, has been removed, you know, yeah, and so, yeah. I mean, literally, there is no time for me, I mean, and I am, I mean, I feel almost just numb, like, uh, most of the time, because every, like, even this entire day today, there, I barely got a chance to eat my lunch, I'm sitting here looking at my, my leftover lunch, that I just threw on the bed because of everything that was going back to back to back to back to back. And I mean, that's that's life, I guess. And this is something I don't have. It's not an easy answer where people say, well, you just got to take time for you. And I, I just can't stand when people do that because, you know, they are so, you just, need, you just need to take this off your plate. Right now, I don't have that opportunity. Mm. And, um, you know, you know, we all know when we can and when we can't. There are some things you can't take off. There are some things you just can't. Mm-hmm. And so, there. I guess it, it becomes an internal, an internal um, journey for me. It's, it's when I have to find like that internal peace, and that's where um, I get. I guess I get when I get like this. It's like, Lord, you're just going to have to give it to me inside because mm-hmm. on the outside it's chaos. It's just mm-hmm. complete chaos. And. Um, so, you know, be committing to yourself may not be the time. That's my, my point. You may not have the time, but um, maybe it's more of an internal time, you know. So sometimes my only commitment to myself is when I can just go to bed early yeah. and yeah. just get, get some sleep, you know. So Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but it's hard. It can be very hard. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, too, it can be very um, hurtful, like, you know, and I, and that was, as I was saying before, that was one thing that kind of stood, stood out to me. I'm like, excuse my fresh, I'm like, dang, like, damn, like, well, community yourself is like, where do I start? Like, where do I, where do I go with this? Like, you, you draw blanks, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and um, you have so many different people pulling you know at you and so many different demands of life itself sometimes you really don't have the time but when you do have a moment sometimes you just need a moment you know because you know telling yourself that you're doing the best that you can do Mm -hmm. right you're doing the best that you can do with what you have and where you are and that is enough because a lot of times we are trying to live up to an image to you know um, expectations of other people and you know it's it's about us but we make it about other people right mm-hmm. so it becomes very taxing to think about yourself because you're like oh I'm gonna be all right 
this, 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 and this because this person needs that, that. And really, if you're not all right, they're not going to be all right. You know, that's a lot of pressure even at that. Then yes. That's a bad feeling. It really is. It's a bad, I mean, it's a, It's almost like it's. A, there was a time in my life when it was empowering. I feel like, oh, wow, you know, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I've got all this responsibility. That, you know, that was empowering. I felt like I'm... I'm, I'm making it. I can do this. And then it just, it's like there was this transition where, like, good grief. You know, you're talking about you ask, you know, and it's kind of like like Shemika was saying, you ask not, but you have not because you ask not. And, and I guess sometimes you don't ask, but that's where favor kicks in. And when the Lord can place people in your life or when oh, things do just happen and, and, you know, Sometimes you don't even know what to ask for, but when things just happen and, you know, um, and when you're the one always being asked for, you know, somebody's always asking you, asking yes. you, asking you, it's like, you don't get a minute to ask, but, um, you know, um, like you said, it's, 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 uh, it's a, for me, it's a faith walk. It's a faith walk mm-hmm. a, a majority of the time, but, um, yeah, you can just almost have. And I don't resent, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying like I resent right. my responsibilities or anything. Right. It's just right. there are times in life when you you almost, it's hard to commit to yourself or, you know, yeah. in, in spaces in life, you know. So that, and that can, and it's, it's so important. It's so important because it can truly tear you down. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's a very important topic. I, I completely feel you on that um it was a point where like when I first moved to Georgia I wasn't used to having like all the responsibilities because I I didn't have to do everything when I had my mom you know like I didn't have to be a mom and pay the bills and take care of the house and go do the grocery shopping I didn't know what that life was like because I always had my mom's help I was like the husband of the family where I just went to work and paid the bills well, when I moved to Georgia, everything completely changed. I didn't have my mom. You know, I'm like, oh, I was so overwhelmed as a mom. And I couldn't, I couldn't imagine if I was white as well during that time. I would have really lost it. But just being a mom and having a career, I didn't know what that was like. Because I had never, I, I felt like I, went, I literally went through postpartum all over again. And my child was what? 10 you know what I mean she's 10 and I feel like I'm over here going through postpartum because I'm like how did how am I supposed to do all this like you really telling me I have to do all of this by myself Mm. it was a it was a lot it it was a lot and I'm not gonna lie I had moments where I was like you know of course you don't regret your child you know what I mean you never regret your child but I definitely had moments where I was like I don't know if I'm cut for this mom stuff like I don't know if I want to be a mom right now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you just have those thoughts like, I don't know. I don't know if this is meant for me, mm-hmm. you know. And that's realistic. I mean, you know. Yeah, and I, and that's how, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I had that same thought just this week. And my daughter's not even here. She's with my aunt over there in Charlotte with Monique's mom getting on my last nerve. And I'm like, oh, just, should I just let her stay over there and I just pay my aunt at this point? It's just so horrible. I think the older they get, and I, I thought it was going to be easier. Right. 
But it's like the older they get, I'm like, oh my god. You're gonna go god. through phases. There are oh, phases. Girl. And so I, don't have, I don't, I don't have phases. I really don't. I'm, just, I'm gonna have to really just pray on everything because because I've been doing really, really good mentally in just the things that she was texting me was kind of bringing me down. You know what I mean? To to a place that I'm not trying to be right now mentally because I'm in a good place. Mm-hmm. Especially especially for it to be around the holidays, this is really probably one of the best holiday seasons that I've had since my mom passed mentally. Good. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to stay there. I don't need her bringing me down. Like child or no child, you're not about to bring me down right now. Like you got to get your whole life mm-hmm. and attitude. Right. Yeah. Right, because you're not about to bring just because you are feeling away right now, because you're somewhere that you don't want to be, but somewhere that you need to be right now. Mm-hmm. You're not about to bring me down at this very moment. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, it sounds like you know. Um, and I guess I can. I think about to just you're communicating like you know it's a communication style. So some of us are. Um, you know, very passive about what we need and, you know, telling ourselves, okay, you said today you were going to take time out for yourself and you were going, you know, you was going to give yourself the first fruit of the day. And and let me tell you, I'm still thinking about that. Mm -hmm. I I, I definitely love that suggestion. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, you might be like, yeah, you said that you was going to, you know, stop doing that, um, you know, work and, but you, but you kept doing it and, you know, um, you committed to a meeting or something like that, or, um, you know, we place demands on ourselves too sometimes. And, you know, that can be, um, you know, a bit unhealthy, but then you may be in a, in a situation where like, you know, Tara, you're like, no. I'm putting my foot down. I'm going to prioritize my mental and emotional health because if not, then some things might happen that will negatively impact our relationship and how we, you know. Um, and then I wouldn't be any good for her if you know if if I get down, then I can't support her the way I would want to. Absolutely. You know. Mm-hmm. In my case, you know, it's like. It's almost, it's not, you know, so much a, a, a negative kind of thing or, you know, relationship. I mean, I, I'm grateful for my girls. You know, they're, oh, yeah. they're busy bodies and they're, they're active. I mean, I have to stay on them. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, we set some pretty high criteria based on their capabilities, you know, but, but it's just so much to do. It's so much to do. And, um, like you know, Tierra was saying, I'm not sure how old your daughter is, but um, if you if she's not a senior yet, <laughs> no, she she'll be in high school next year. Girl, she'll be in high school I'm next year. So that's an eighth grader. Pray, now. So pray for me. Yeah, she's an eighth. She's an eighth grader. And, and I guess too, I'm the type that's a I'm a planner and I'm I'm all about preparedness and I'm and I know what's out there. And so. You know, I'm on. T- I'm, it's like my mind is constantly on top of this, of this, 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 and I want her to to get everything she can and be everything she can. And, and I'm grateful that she's been able to do that. At least my senior. But then my, you know, I don't want to. Neg- yeah, you, know, you got to be careful. You don't want to neglect your your other yeah. children. And um, but then, like I said, it's not even just about, about motherhood. It's really not. It's not just about. Mm-hmm. It's when you add 
When you add one layer on top of another Everything layer, on top of another layer, on top of yeah. another layer, on top of another layer, it's like you almost get to a point where you just can't see straight down, you know. And that's when I think it, it um, when, you know, you're looking for yourself. That's when, you know, you're looking for yourself. And so... And see, that was part of my problem. I was too busy because my mom was the matriarch, right? So, of course... After she passed, I took over that role. So I was too busy trying to be the matriarch when I couldn't even handle my household. You know what I mean? So, And that's why when I started real estate school, I, that's how, when I realized how overwhelmed I was trying to be the matriarch and be here for this person, that person, that person. Mm. It was too much. I'm like, uh-uh, you got to handle you first in your household. It was it was way too much, and that's when I was like, okay, you gotta fall back. You you're not, you're, and that's when I realized you are not your mother, and you will never be her. You won't. I'm, I'm not her, and I will never be her. I don't have the strength that she had. Yeah. I I'm just I'm not her. I'm not half of her yet. I hope I will be one day, but I'm not. And I had to realize that, and it's crazy because she spoke to me. I had a dream about her during that time when I was having that feeling and I, I I dreamt about her we were at a gathering and I was trying to get to her I was trying to she was laying on she was sitting on the couch and I kept trying to get to her so I can ask her how she did it mm. and when I got to her she, when she was sitting on the couch and she was at a party now music blasting everything when I got to her she was asleep and I said something told me leave her alone let her rest mm. so I knew that was I knew that was all her and God coming to me like, let her rest. Don't ask her nothing because you aren't her and you will never be her. So that's how I took that. Mm. Mm, That's deep. And I'm falling back and I let everybody else handle their households the way they need to. I'm not, I don't need to be in it. I don't need to be involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So, and then I we got some some you know time is just goes by so fast. Oh my goodness! So, um, let's go into some ways, and it sounds like we need to continue to practice and be on the healing journey, right? Because it's just things that you know. We, not only are we neglecting parts of ourselves, maybe it's some things that we haven't dealt with truly, that we haven't been able to heal, that we have suppressed, which, you know, further decreases our, you know, um, attention and ability to focus on ourselves because of hurt, mm-hmm. you know, past traumas. Um, so... With that being said, um, practicing awareness of the mind, body, and spirit. And, you know, it, that made me think about when people, you know, go to the gym and they're working out and just, you know, these fitness gurus. And I'm just like, you know, and I've, I've read too before, it says, you know, it's good to go to the gym to get your body fit, but how are you doing mentally and emotionally? Right. So, you know, part of committing to ourselves have to we have to connect all parts. Right. We have to deal with things and 
um, heal holistically overall. So that means being present in the moment, you know, giving yourself that time um, and ability to connect. What is my mind telling me? How's my body feeling? Is there a difference there? You know, you might look good on the outside and, you know, you might be telling your, you know, yourself positive things, but in the midst of it all, your spirit is weary. Your spirit is broken. Your mm. spirit is tired. You know, you are barely holding on. You know, so, you know, practice just asking yourself, how am I connecting, you know, my mind, body, and spirit? Are we balanced? Am I balanced? You know, um, oh, oh my gosh. Learning to forgive and love. Mm. And sometimes, as, as we're talking about, um, we got to forgive ourselves for not living up to other people's expectations. Not being, you know, thinking sometimes we're not the best mom, we're not the best auntie, we're not the best sister. And, you know, forgive yourself for not always being there, for not always, you know, being a- available. You know, we get, we have that undeserved guilt sometimes, especially when you are a giver and you can't give all the time. You can't be there. And people will make you feel horrible. You know, you didn't call me. You knew I was going through this. I ain't heard nothing from you. Where are you doing? Okay. You know, where are you you been? Reaching out to you. you There you go. They'll make you feel guilty. Like, well, you know what? The phone works two ways. Right. 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 So, you know, you have to say, I'm going to forgive myself. And I'm also going to pour back into myself and love, love one myself and just say, again, I'm doing all that I can do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I could even think about things that, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to think about that because, you know, uh, it's not, it's not who I am now. But we can't be afraid of our past, right? It's so, it's crazy. I'm tearing up right now because you bring this up. And just two nights ago, I, um, I was going through old pictures and I came across um, a picture of me when I was young and. I bust out in tears and I literally sat there and I, I, um, I talked to myself like I would have what I would want her to know now. And I forgave myself for a lot of different things that I realized that I did not, that I have not forgiven myself for. And I literally sat there. This was, this was after I got back from Mexico. So it had, what's the night? Wednesday. So it had to be Monday. And I just sat there and I was just in tears and it it was a lot of things that I didn't realize I hadn't forgiven myself for. And I literally sat there in tears the other night. So it's just so crazy that you bring this up mm-hmm. because I really, I did. Yes. And I mean, th- I think that's a very good, um, healing exercise. Like going mm-hmm. back and looking at pictures. I mean, <laughs> Pictures can. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was just looking at myself, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." This little innocent little girl, like she's been through so 
much since right. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I just I just kept thinking about everything that I've been through since then and it's just been so much and how much I didn't know and I wish I would have yes. known and yes. I would have done this better and I yes. would have done that better and this differently and absolutely yeah it was a lot but that's a good exercise mm-hmm. yes yes mm-hmm. absolutely I pulled out old pictures in a long time which I, yeah. I don't even know where they are I guess most of them are at my mom's mm-hmm. yeah I'm sorry can I cut you off <laughs> No, no, I'm saying, but no, that's great. And is it even no, as you know what I'm saying? Yes, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, it also, you know, as you were saying, highlights that growth and, and progress. Um, it, yeah, it still can be painful. Um, so, oh my goodness, accepting responsibility. That, that is, that's huge. With, with responsibility, um, I'm a little blank on that because, <laughs> you know, I almost feel like sometimes I just want to be like, but it's really your fault. It really is. <laughs> it really is. You really it's made hard. me do this. It's hard mm-hmm. to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's great to have "quote unquote" accountability partners. But ultimately, if you are not committed for you, it's not going to work. You know? Um, The next one talks about normalizing imperfections. That can go back to uh, accepting responsibility, too. Yeah. Uh, That's big. Anybody want to talk about accepting responsibility or normalizing imperfections? (laughs) One thing I will say briefly, when you realize you just can't do it all, I mean, with regard to, you know, like we were talking about committing to ourselves, you know, when you've tried to do so much or you have a a history of being able to handle it all, you know, shoot, age brings about a change. I figured that out. My brain can't even hold so much like it used to, but that's, that's a heavy thing when you find that, um, you know, you just can't keep up with everything. And, right. um, and sometimes it's, it's, you know, when you make a promise to do something, you know, like that's, that that's something that I've had to deal with because there have been so many times when I've, I've had a history of always being able to do what I say I'm going to do. Yeah. Especially when it comes to my responsibilities or a, a task, a job. or And so now, God knows at the time I say I'm going to do it, I mean that thing with all my heart, soul, and mind. But it just, it does not always stack up. And so it's hard to accept, you know, there are times when it just doesn't happen and and um, have to own up to it. And um, I would say that that's a that's a bitter pill at times because it makes you feel like you know I didn't keep my word. You lose your right. credibility. You know you start to feel you know like I'm just not even gonna say anything anymore. Um, but it did teach me, and it's taught me more over these months about like I say taking some things off my plate that I can take off my plate. Things that are not the priorities or at the time you know some things that I, if I don't need to go to that meeting. I'm not going to that meeting. 
I don't have to be on that call. I'm not going to be on that call. Y'all can say what you want to say. You can look at me. You can ask me. You can send me an email. You can do. And some of that really doesn't bother. And it doesn't bother me anymore. So yes, that part yes. feels good. But, yes. you know, it was a time when I just be like, <laughs> yes. you know, just driving. My, and I'm thinking I got all of this other stuff that's more important. You know? Yes, yes. But there's some of, some of that is going to be like, you yes. know, I mean, you're going to have to wait. Yeah. And I'll, time. Uh, I want to piggyback off that too, Shamil, because um, for the past probably couple of months, I've been going through some stuff on my job to the point where I was actually considering like leaving. Um, just a lot of different things. And um, I had a former manager who was just, I just became the target of. Uh, why? I don't know. Um, but she just kept doing stuff. And... It just got to the point where it's just like I had to accept responsibility that the truth was going to come out. And it did. And the the whole situation was flipped in my favor. So I had to learn Thank as God. an older individual because my younger self would have popped off and would have said <laughs> some things. I'm, uh-uh. For those who know me, who, who know, know me. Um, <laughs> but you know, for that situation to have flipped, yeah, but you have to. I've, I've seen the whole taste. Oh, I know come on, y'all, come on. I just seen the taste, so I can't manage the whole the whole meal. You don't want to know, you know. Yeah, I said, I know. We're gonna keep her. We're gonna keep her uh, at bay. But you know, I, I've. Learned, I've grown so much because I just know certain things would have triggered me and I would have said some things and it would have been insubordination. It would have been, oh, I'm a target or it would have been, all, I'm a victim. It would have been all of these things that, you know, Shamika has done. So I've just learned to remain quiet in situations that I need to be quiet in. Um, and I've learned to be vocal in, in situations in which I need to be vocal in. So I think growth, um, you know, maturity, you know, comes with that. Um, and just being able to, just trusting that things are going to work out. Um, and not having to fight every battle to win a battle. Sometimes silence is peace. You know. Guess what? God, God, God got it. <laughs> every time, girl. You can just sit back. Mm-hmm. Church. and be quiet. Right. It and was to the point that, yeah. Yeah, it was to the point my job was on the line. And that whole situation, all those lies and that whole situation flipped and turned out. And it came come, came to find out that her job ended up being the one on the line. It totally flipped the script. So, so the, the hole that you dig for me would be the one that you fall in. Mm-hmm. But that's that's my thing. Mm-hmm. That's my friend. And that's right a test. There. When I tell y'all, that's been that's, my testimony. Hey, dig. Mm-hmm. dig the ditch for me. Right. <laughs> Go ahead and dig your right. ditch. Right. And that's what I told her early on. I was like, you know, karma, karma is real. You know, always mm-hmm. have things. Always have a way of coming back around. And she looked at me like with this blank stare, this face, and I was like, you don't even get it. But, you know, nope. it came around sooner and than never, she expected. And never repay evil for evil. Mm-mm. Right. No, I don't, I don't wish nobody. You know, I don't nope. wish you any harm. I, you know, you go live nope. your life. But yep. I, it's not on me. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. I don't do it. And it's right. going to come back one way or another. Right. One way or another. So you, you don't have to do nothing. Right. So I say that to say. 
commit to inner peace. You know, Ooh, yeah, that's, that's when things kind of come that's... at you, you you steadfast because yeah, it's a yeah. reason. You know, the the devil throws different you know um, things in in the mix just to see. Okay, well, how oh, yeah. can I knock her off her game? You know, mm-hmm. oh no, life is looking too good for her. How can I shake this up a little yep. bit? So, oh yeah, that's that's his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Every stand time. still, stand firm. You know, mm-hmm. keep keep it pushing, keep a smile on your face, and keep going because you know people will try you, and you have to yes. commit to yep. you and commit to your character and who you are as an individual, and and keep it going. Mm. Come on, commitment. Come okay. On. Just come on, commitment. Come on, commitment. Come on, Today and I am proud of my progress 
that I have made so far. Mm. Simple yet so profound. Um, and then um, also there's an emotional guidance scale and it just talks about how you can, you know, be on the top of the mountain and how you're basically you can spiral when you allow yourself, uh, when you're sabotaging, self-sabotaging, or you're not truly committing to um, your, you know, wellness overall. So that's a lot on there. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all gave a word tonight. So I'll post those. Um, but I mean, ultimately, you got to be good to yourself, and you know that that's something is hard to do, but it's it's imperative. You have to in mm-hmm. order to be good with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good night. All right. All right. Good night.